0: Messiahs Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry.
1: And now, here's Pastor Dan. Well, greetings, Saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy. Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and where are we at, we're on that old American Voice Radio Network. And today's date is. Oh, September 28th, 2023. Yeah, somebody just breezed in the door. saints, the world just happens to be in turmoil. Most of you out there still don't get it. You still don't realize it, but we are in that time at the end. And that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin in the world and look to the Holy See. Look to that one who suffered and died for you. Did you not hear the sound of the show, park? Hear you the warning. Get right now before it's too late. Please make the choice for your show sure tonight if you haven't already. If you need help after the program, call me. <coughs> call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If Get the machine. Leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message.
2: And the phone number is 620-878-4682. That's 620-878-4682. If you have an emergency and you need to speak with Dan, text him. Let him know you're going to call him on his cell at 316-619-4886. 316-619-4886. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church, the radio program archives and all of our contact information is on our ministry hub which is prophecyhour.com that's prophecyhour.com
1: folks remember we're a live radio program with simulcast live on the internet it's on some YouTube it's on some F, independent FM stations, four different MP3 tunes. I think that's five now. Anyway, live video, audio on Twitch. You can find us at AVRN.tv and find all the live places over there. But you will. Anyway, so, Prayer Batch Fort and Oh, okay.
2: Let's thank our listener base in worldwide places like Saratova, Russia, uh, Saratov, I guess. Uh, Nottingham, United Kingdom, uh, Red Deer, Canada, and in the USA we have Los Angeles, California, Denver, Colorado, Newark, New Jersey, and then Nashville, Tennessee's was the largest group of listeners that listened on the podcast last uh, week and uh, post to the podcast podcast archives, which is branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com.
1: Okay, just for the record. Um generally any anytime you're you're speaking about Russia, you instead of ah uh, mostly is is uh saratov, you know? I mean, uh never mind. The B's just anyway real pronounced on them, you know what I mean? So a Saratov? <laughs> no, real pronounced, real, Ah, uh, you know. So
2: Saratov. Yeah, or or
1: Sarah, like Todd, t- You know. Anyway, you folks over there in Saratov, I'm glad to have you listening. And yeah, we play around with words a lot because, you know, I guess we're just not worldly enough to have all those things to have all those pronunciations in our brains. But we are here to give you really important news. And you know what? we we do with you that not everybody else. We're not putting a spin on it. We're going to play it to you straight. That's what the deal is. Okay, dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, I pray. Father, I pray really not goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And give everyone out their ears in which to hear and to understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh, and your son, Yeshua Hamashia's mighty name. Bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, I hear the Lord's in control, at least that's the name of the song. I sure pray he's in control. He is
3: Figure out what this world is all about. I know one thing without a doubt my Lord is in control. The perilous times I know are here. Men's hearts fail because of fear. But here's one thing I do.
1: Crazy things going on today, leading up to the feast, um, which is the season of our joy, um, which starts when tomorrow at dark. Tomorrow at dark. What you, season of our joy? It's also called Sukkot and
2: Feast of Tabernacles.
1: There you go. Anyway, usually all that's the funny thing about the feast, all the feast, um, their harvest feast, but they, every one of them's got several different names. The
2: things. fall harvest.
1: The fall, yes, <laughs> they all fall, And that's why they represent the time at the end. It is because they're the fall. They're the latter part harvest. They're the harvest that come at the end, not the finale, at the end. And so that's when Yeshua will go out and send his angels out and harvest the world. We'll probably get into that a little bit more deeper, but let's take you to some other things. You know what started today?
2: impeachment hearing Nancy Mace we are already we already know Biden took bribes from Burjama betraying your country in treason
1: that's Burmese and that's a Bur- Bur- Burmese, Burmese Ukraine and, and I didn't think you'd read the whole thing I'm just bringing up the article but uh, yeah the, sh- the shots are being fired uh, right now um, you know they had several witnesses uh, testify today but they laid out the evidence, you remember back when uh, uh, they pro- they prosecuted Trump or tried to to convict him of impeachment the first impeachment was all about this because he was getting on to, he was coming to the knowledge that Biden had accepted bribes that something fishy was going on and he poked his nose in it so they impeached him but they couldn't convict him in the Senate but the point is that's why they brought it up but so now it's coming on and, and the the Democrats today are trying to, they're trying to, they wanted to bring on uh, 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 Rudy Giuliani as a as a witness because they're trying, they want to somehow switch it off of Biden and onto Trump, but they can't do it because they don't have the numbers. Right. But they are allowed on the the. Uh, you know, impeachment board or whatever but
2: is that kind of like they switched off the uh uh not medically stable and able to run to be president off of biden which he is not and tried to say trump isn't healthy enough
1: to run for president really i, I hadn't even heard anybody say oh, that. oh there's that. a
2: study i've seen it on no one news yeah they're they're trying to say he's not healthy enough to run his uh, health is his well core. that's that,
1: we all know that's a load of garbage you know his fitness is yeah. out there and everything you know Biden can hardly put two coherent paragraphs together or sentences sometimes. He not even
2: remember where he's at.
1: Yeah, I know, and he's not on state. You know, and it, he says all kinds of crazy things, you know, like, I don't know, what was it, something the other day that, that 300 and some odd years ago he did something, you know, really. Um, well, that's
2: like he did for the people of Maui that lost everything, their loved ones and their homes. And then he tells them. Oh, well, I had a house fire and almost lost
1: my corvette, really. Well, well, see, anybody else that would do this to somebody and and prop him up and do that, I mean, he falls down all the time and everything. He wanders off stage, doesn't know where he's going. He has to read from instructions. Any legitimate person would say he's not there. You know, he's not um, legitimately responsible for what he's doing because he really, you know, can't tell what he's doing. You know, I'm not saying that he doesn't know he's president. Well, wait a minute. Sometimes he doesn't. He doesn't sometimes. Sometimes he doesn't even know he's president. He refers to himself as vice president or as Camilla president. Or you know, when he says, uh, "Oh, he's going to get in trouble if he talks about that," you can tell he's being led. He's just a puppet. He's Obama's puppet. And and from what we're hearing from a lot of people, they believe that they're going to bring in uh, Michelle Obama to run. I think that'll be a disaster for them. I don't think it'll work out like they want it to, because you everybody
2: know, knows it's Michael.
1: Right. Well, not everyone. You know, you got to watch words. You know, now okay. somebody That's will run off and say, know. "Say Pastor Dan's wife said uh, everyone." Well, everyone means every, everyone, and it's just like in the Bible: all doesn't always mean all everyone. Yeah. So you got to watch your words because people take it as. Absolute. Well, they said everyone. You said everyone. And well, if you look up the word everyone, it means everyone. So, you know, that it's just in how we talk. It's just an expression. It, the better one is, like she said, a lot of people, you know. And if it wasn't talk radio, if we were talking to somebody in normal conversation, face to face, I wouldn't say a word about it. But because it's radio... No, uh, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah it, that's over 20 years. That's about 20 Oh, years you
2: years love days. correcting me anyway. Just admit it.
1: <laughs> no, that's, we won't even go near that path. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so they have uh, even in released uh, incriminating evidence from the WhatsApp app. They're really putting stuff out there, and the, we're not going to read that. And the Democrats, uh, you know, are coming back with things like, "Oh, there absolutely isn't." You guys haven't presented any evidence, and while they have a stack of documents sitting there, and said, uh, the, the "Jim Jordan came back on them and said, well, um, gentle lady—that's what they call him—instead gentlewoman or gentle lady instead of gentleman.' Oh my goodness! Well, that's how that—that's respectful okay. in Congress. That's how you do it. Gen- the gentlewoman." Or gentlemen, you know, that's how they speak. That is good speech.
3: Okay. Anyway,
1: so they said, well, the gentlewoman, um, can you read the uh, a bank statement? Can you read an email? Can you read these things? here stacks of evidence.
2: I got a question. Uh, Jim Biden, is that the brother, uncle? Who's Jim?
1: That's a that's, – uh, <clears throat> Jim Biden is another one of his sons. Uh, that's well, another his, son. br- his brother. So
2: it's a brother, okay. It's
1: brother to to Hunter Biden. Um, But anyway, it's Joe Biden's son. So, you know, it's just different emails. I just brought it up to... So anyway, and that's Jim Jordan. And Jim Jordan's basically the one lead, leading the charge. And uh, he's he's a real good dude, you know. Yeah, I've
2: seen him on
1: news. Yeah, yeah, like Jim Jordan. Yeah, anyway, and so Jim's basically leading the... Uh, Call over there. So yeah, that's what's going on today. Um, not that the uh, not that the Democrats in the Senate would convict him. See, here's another one of those scenarios. Goes if they they convict him, you know, say okay, there's enough evidence for him to be impeached, and it goes to the Senate. There's no way that he's going to get impeached with the current people. They would, so they're going to have to either drag it on for a year or though. They'll do just like they did Trump. It'll go over there, and the Senate won't do anything with it. Um, but it's but so what's the purpose of it? So what do you think? What do you think the purpose of it is then?
2: To let the people know, I guess,
1: or I don't know. Well, you're like abs- they ain't
2: going to do any good. you know? I guess it's to get the truth out there.
1: Well, it does. Well, it doesn't do a lot of good. as actually removing him from office. But it dramatically does good because it gets all the evidence laid out to the whole world. Because she, they get to see all the evidence presented and everything. And if the other side doesn't convict him, whatever, it greatly damaged Trump. It had a lot of people come against him. So Trump, it, you know, people could see through the garbage with Trump. The difference between the Trump impeachments and this impeachment, there's actual evidence. There's actual stuff that can be laid out, say, yeah, look Trump right was just here. just words. Actual, yeah, and there's actual real witnesses and things like that to lay out. And so there's a difference. So the world will get to see it. Even if the other side doesn't convict him, um, then it will lay it out for the world to see. And as you know, we've got an election coming up, and that's why they are so worried about it. So, um Look at that. The Things are so terrible in the season. I hate to even go through uh, fast food. Look at this. Um, <clears throat> read this right here. Okay,
2: the motto of the Jack in the Box franchise is, we don't make it till you order it. Ramos didn't order gunshots, but the manager of the Jack in the Box, Alonia Fantasia Ford, gave them in the middle of a dispute over a... Misleading over the missing misleading prize. missing fries, R- Romus is now suing Jack in the Box, alleging that the company is ne- negligent in its hiring practices for having Ford on staff. Ford had previously pled guilty to making terrorist threats in 2012, as R- and Ramus claims that. Uh, had the company performed a single background check, they would have discovered the prior criminal conviction.
1: Okay, so what she basically just read, folks: guy goes through the drive-in window. He doesn't get his his excuse me his curly prize, and so they they argue back and forth. You know, he simply wants his you know his prize. Kind of like that could have escalated when uh, yeah. we went to to. Uh, uh,
2: Long John Silver's Long John and the Silver's. two sides. We wanted both fries. They gave us one order of fries and said it was two. You can
1: plainly see right. when well, one. Okay, yeah. well, anyway, no yeah. sense to go through anyway. And so basically, we didn't get an order. Had we argued about it, it could escalate. Who knows? Maybe she'd have pulled a gun. But so anyway, they argued back and forth, and she starts throwing ketchup at him. And and you know, so the guy's mad. You know, he wants his fries or whatever. Personally, I, by that time. Now, I would have went on. I wouldn't argue argued so much. If they're going to give me that kind of conflict, I'm going on it. It isn't worth this. So what's this worker do? She, uh, the, the other person that you can see in the video standing beside her you know, gets her back from the window and locks it. She backs up for a second and then pulls out a gun, comes back, opens the window, and, and the guy sees it. So he starts taking off, and so she's shooting at the car, and his family's inside of it. Wow. And you know what? Um so it says he's suing Jack in the Box, but I didn't read anywhere in the article. Um, you know, they they really didn't charge. You know, they aren't doing any charges in some of these cities, these crazy cities. They barely even will charge you for these things. You know, now unless of course if you were, if they found out you're a conservative, they're going to charge you to death. But they're letting lawlessness run rampant in these cities. But you could get shot at. I mean, come on, that's the person that's supposed to be taking your money and giving you French fries is shooting at you, you know. I and mean, and, and, and so what's in this woman's mind? Like? What is she she knows in her mind? Who would think to try to shoot somebody over French fries? You want to go to prison for life if that bullet accidentally hit and killed him? Then you're going to go to prison for a long period of time because you shot somebody over French fries? No, the reason why she's shooting is because you know she ain't going to go to jail for it. Yeah. And she should go to jail for it. Yeah, she should go to jail. It's you
2: know? Yeah, but
1: it isn't. But that's the lawlessness that's Salt happening battery, in the city. At least. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, at the very minimum. What
2: if uh, one of them bullets would have struck one of the child, the kids, the children, or one of the adults? What? Yeah, exactly, that's
1: ridiculous. Well, I did read in the article that the, the bullet did hit the car. Anyway, if you want to see it, you can find the article at Gateway Pundit over at Pro, or at profscr.com marked under the radio archives. Okay, anyway, now, this is also crazy. Oh, my Just goodness. read the headline.
2: California Governor Newsom raises minimum wage for fast food workers to $20 an hour. Really? No way. Well,
1: there, he did it. you, you, you say, It'd be nice if we could just say no way and go away. But what's that mean? That means that that uh, McDonald's and all those fast food places would either have to
2: Pay $20 an hour or go out of business.
1: Okay, but what's if they want to stay in business and they pay them twenty dollars an hour, they're going to have to do something else. What's that? Raise
2: all the prices. It'll cost you ten dollars for your hamburger.
1: Right there, you go. And and or they this will this is going to force people towards automation, you know. Already, and you go into those places, you know they they want you to order off of a, a screen and all those things. You know, personally, I want to order from a person. I don't want to order from a screen. I'm not the guy that wants to do it on my phone because uh, I, you know, I special order things, and I want to make sure they know it. And
2: right, and all these places want you to put their app on your phone. Guess what? Your phone don't have that much storage for all those apps. I don't put any. I have one app on my phone, and that's Scooters. That's because right. I drink a lot of coffee. By the way, thanks to you, Scooters, for all the free coffee. Month September is free coffee. So if you got Scooters near you, go run down and get you some free coffee. you got two days left.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two days for scooters free coffee. Uh, anyway, but yeah. So so well, and that's a good deal. People give back and and I like coffee, but that is also brings up a source of big with me. It's just like I, you know, the other day uh, I had to pick up the stuff for the suka and bring my, you know, my two boys, and they were hungry and and they had different choices as where they ate. Um, Bubba won basically, and so we went to Guinea. But That's wh- the
2: Burger King.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what she said about Burger that King. That's that Bubba.
2: That was Bubba. He, all he eats his hamburgers. No,
1: that isn't what he ate. Oh, okay. That, and that isn't the story. The story is, yeah. In fact, he had a chicken fried steak, uh, oh. uh, just like I did. But the point is, is, is I wanted to treat them because they had worked hard, and and Bubba had did some stuff on a rook. But my sore spot, what was excellent food, is I believe it's ridiculous the minimum tip that they their machine pulled up to give the person was eighteen percent. What? Eighteen percent. That is that for uh, for. Uh, the amount of the meal, you know, that they're asking for, you know, a $10 tip, over a $10, you know, roughly about $9. For $50, it would have been like $9, you know, uh, tip. That's just too much. You know, $5 is good tip, but, but there's the point. Places like scooters, they want you to tip them just going yeah, through the, the window. Yeah, they even ask for them. They even asked for them. It's ridiculous. Well, tell them where they can find us. We'll come back. We've got some other stuff. You can find all of
2: our updates, radio program archives, and all of our contact information is at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes.
0: Go away, Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Arkhaven Intentional Neighbors vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit archaven.org. That's archaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. In Genesis
4: 41, it tells the story of Pharaoh having a dream of seven fat ears of corn, followed by seven blasted ones. Meaning, there's seven years of plenty, and then there was seven years of famine following We are now in seven years of famine once again starting september twenty fifth of twenty twenty one. Joseph's Kitchen is about getting actual wheat berries, putting them through a meal takes thirty seconds, putting it along with the ingredients into a bread machine, pushing a button two hours twenty minutes later you have a nice steaming hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Most long term storage food is from nine to ten thousand dollars, one person one year. At Joseph's Kitchen, it's two people one year About two thousand dollars. Then you decide whether you want to have food for one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, or six people one year. All at Josephskitchen.com. That's right. About a thousand dollars per person per year at Josephskitchen.com. Josephskitchen.com.
1: We're back. This is Pastor Dan and...
2: Linda Catlin. And
1: your are Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. Well, um, first off, let's talk about the Mission Church a little bit. Um, amen. Well, we're not going to be there.
2: No, because we're closed for the feast days. We
1: we're always closed for Cope. Right, so tell them when it's going to be, blah, It's blah, Friday, blah.
2: dark. tell them we'll be back uh, Tuesday, or October 10th.
1: October 10th, right, amen, and and it sounds like a long stretch, but, you know, it's the only real time that we get, and generally, you know, we do that, we're supposed to technically go out of town, camp out or whatever, but let me tell you what, if we don't get a mental break from all of it, um, well, you know, my wife has has to do the cooking, and and you enjoy doing the cooking and everything. Oh, yeah, I cry when I don't, when I can't get, when I'm sick or something, I can't go, it just really eats me up. Right, and, it, and it, it throws everything out of whack, you know, when we don't go or whatever, but you know, very rarely do we not ever go, but you know you still need a mental break from it because it's a lot of pre- there's just so much pressure um, with everything. I mean, you know like when you're cooking one person, and she does it with a helper, um, you know to stir things or do the bread or whatever's needed or whatever, but she does majorly it all herself. Um, that's a lot of pressure to cook for anywhere from a hundred to a hundred and fifty people
2: in three hours
1: in three I, hours. If I get
2: there about one or one thirty. I have to have it ready to serve in plates by four.
1: yeah, but, but wait a minute, yeah, but anyway, you you says three hours. listen three two hours hours. <laughs> um, I, I'm not buying it to start off with. Uh, because I watch her. She has other things that she has to do also besides cook. You have right. to write down things. And, and if
2: I don't get in there and get it
1: started, then uh, I run late. Right, yeah. And if you might take a, a couple of minutes maybe to joke with your granddaughter or joke with your your. Yeah, and I get upset because
2: I have to tell her, Mimi, I can't right now, this it's Mimi time with Mimon, she she wants Mimon, and she wants Mimo now. She doesn't want Mimo working at and ignoring her. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Anyway, so it's, so it's a lot of pressure. So we take a break, and, and uh, technically, if, if we could afford it, the whole family we go camp someplace or something because, as, you know, the tabernacles want you to live in tents, and you should really get into the season of our joy. But, see, I keep calling it the season of our joy. The season of our joy represents Yeshua. Um, the Time that he'll reign on the earth for a thousand years before the final climax of everything and
2: tabernacle among
1: us, you yeah. Come he, to
2: tabernacle, that's why it's feast of tabernacles.
1: Yeah, he comes in tabernacles among us. So, I guess uh, what I am trying to throw out there is that we're not going to be doing radio next week either. No, nope, we're off. We're, off. Well, of course, she's off all the time. <laughs> anyway, but, I knew that was coming, I
2: jumped um, right into
1: that one, uh, anyway. Well, it's just that's (laughs) the way it is. It's undeniable. We're off
2: radio. How's that? Always add that extra word.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess we're telling Frank, our producer, when we're not going to be here next week. Just re re this program or something. (laughs) I'm sure you know how to do that. You're educated enough, of course. Um, Anyway, so uh, but we still do need to stock up. First off, we did get a blessing. You got a good car. Tell them about that.
2: Um, a Chevrolet HHR, um, LT, and yeah, yeah, and I really like, it's a little Baja bug, like, it reminds me of a Volkswagen, and it, it advertised at 30 miles a gallon, but actually the first tank of gas that I ran through it only got 22.9, which is almost 23 gallons mile, but as I, so I go back to that, I'm assuming that that 30 miles an hour would be like if I took off here and hit the highway, I would get 30 miles on the highway. That 23 miles is in town driving around stop go stop go stop go so. It yeah, might be it's, true. It might get 30 miles if I never get a trip to go somewhere to check it. <laughs>
1: what it says is what it says is it, the thing. It says 19 miles a gallon city, um, 20 uh, 30 miles a gallon um, highway, right. and I think it's 21 miles combined. Yeah. And so
2: it, it it is what it said because I got 22.9 on the first gallon. And it's flex fuel, so it's cheaper. I only pay two nine nine a gallon right now.
1: Right. And, you know, it's a nice little vehicle. It's one of the better vehicles we actually ever had. And, of course, it's one of the most expensive vehicles we've ever bought.
2: I don't and, know. I like my Lexus.
1: Yeah, and that was a donation to the ministry. And it was good while it lasted. And then. Um, but anyway, but praise the Father. So we do have better transportation. My truck is just driving me insanely crazy. Um, I got a new engine and tr- a rebuilt engine and transmission in it, 97 Ford F150. But the electronics just keep messing up. It, had I known, I thought, you know, what I thought when the, the motor and everything blew up and I put the new, we put the new motor and transmission in it, I figured, okay, cool, I'm gonna have a brand new vehicle. Well. Mm, not so, because... You put
2: a new computer in that, didn't
1: you? Let's so not going to... We tried three or four different computers, oh, and we yeah. couldn't get one work. But it, but it isn't the computer that's doing it. It has something to do with the other electronics. And it take me an hour to explain it all to everybody. I think it has
2: something to do with the devil, because every time you get it running and it's running good, if you don't say and brag on your truck, it runs good. And the first time you brag about how good it's running, it messes up
1: within the first 10 Well, let me tell you this. Here's how here's how it goes. It ran uh, running back to the mission church, and we have to have a truck, folks, to pick up food that we, you know, bread and stuff that we give to the people. So I'm driving a truck over there, and it's missed out, all getting worse and worse, all the way over to Wichita, which is a sixty-mile trip. Okay, you know, afterwards, I get there, and I'm just so frustrated and down. I'm just ready to actually quit, basically, because you know, I. it's hard when I have to even you know nurse a vehicle that far and make it run so I get there and I'm all frustrated about it and naturally I know I know what's going to happen so you know I prayed about it whatever and then so it ran perfect all the way home and and in the (laughs) afternoon you know running around Wichita now when I drive it back over there it'll probably run bad again you can't it's something electronically intermittent, intermittent in it that, that i can't find figure out we've replaced sensors and all kinds of things and i've been driving it over a year that way over well probably about twelve thousand miles that way and it's just so frustrating and like she says he thinks it's the devil well i i honestly believe it has something to do with it but um i can't afford to go out and buy another truck i don't nowadays it'd take $10,000 minimum to get something decent. Um,
2: I'm afraid it takes more than that when I bought my Dodge, my Dodge Ram and the, it overheated I had to completely rebuild that it took my son two years to do that because it was very expensive and everything in it is brand new Well, it's got about $18,000 in it, and it'll run like a Cadillac. It'll run really good, but after you go about 30 miles or so, then it just
1: dies. Okay, I'm not talking about rebuilding anything. What I'm talking about, what I would need to replace it to go buy another truck that would run for a few years would take at least $10,000. Yeah, okay,
2: yeah. You know,
1: that's what I'm saying. But anyway, so just lift us in prayer, pray about it. But, you know, so it goes back to that. We need the mental break. Um, that's what's what's up with it. So yeah, we'll be taking a break, and we'll be gone. And we won't be on radio next week, uh, anyway. Oh uh- boy!
2: Looky <clears throat> there, 1,000 minors are reported missing by Cleveland in this year, including almost 50 kids. 50 kids this month. Wow! Ohio AG sounds alarm to deplete police resources, leaving missing children falling through the cracks. More than 1,000 children have been reported missing around Cleveland this year, including nearly 50 minors uh, who have seemingly disappeared from the same area so far this month. According to the Ohio Attorney General Office Missing Children website, a total of 1,072 children have been reported missing so far in the year 2023 from the Cleveland Archon uh, area That includes more than 45 children reported missing from the Cleveland-Archive area in September so far. In August, more than 35 minors were reported missing from the same area. Now,
1: that, yeah, those all look like teenagers. They're not teen- all teenagers. They're minors or whatever. Those aren't teenager- all teenagers. They're
2: eight children, top row to bottom.
1: Right, but th- th- I yeah. don't want you to read it. I'm just I'm talking about it for a minute. Stop yeah. You know, and no, while a couple of these do look like they may be barely teenagers, those are children. Those are uh, under teens. And so, you know, what we're trying to say, and we're not, it's like this. Remember the movie? What was the name of the movie? Do what? The name of the movie.
2: Um, oh, come on. Set Free, or Freedom, Freedom Rings, or something like that. It's something Freedom. It's about the child, child trafficking, yeah. I think it's Freedom Rings.
1: No, uh,
2: uh, or the sound of freedom. Sound, the sound of freedom. freedom.
1: Okay, sound of freedom was all about child trafficking. Here's the point, you know. This has to, this has to go over to the. Part of this is a border issue. These children are being kidnapped. You know, they're being sold into sexual things, and and that's what that sound of the freedom movie was all about that the left was was talking about but we have a open border that the cartel controls and so they can take anybody back and forth across the the border that they want i mean come on it we even have the border patrol out there cutting the razor wire that tri- texas puts up so they can taking in. we had over ten thousand um come in uh you know from in just one day the point of the matter is, as the border is open, our country, they're systematically trying to destroy our country. And that is, is what <clears throat> uh, they've been trying to do for some time. Um, it's a planned thing. They want to take down America. First off, you know, there's a four part plan of which they've been following. One, they want to demoralize the people till they can no longer tell back from fiction. That's clearly what's going on in our society. People can't tell fact from fiction. They demoralize the people that are telling the truth. And so this is part of the destruction of America. This is something that openly, broadly came about, started coming about with Obama. And is still going on under Obama. Hillary was supposed to fill it up. But Trump and, and Yahweh put Trump in so that we could see. And if we would have repented under Trump, we wouldn't be where we're at now. So that was number one. They demoralize the people; they no longer tell fact from fiction. Then they destabilize the economy. Is the economy destabilized?
2: Oh uh-huh, yeah.
1: Okay. They dest- the same with defense systems, foreign relations to weaken the country and make it more vulnerable to a takeover. You know, they destroyed the military. They made it woke. And all those things. And right now, they're disarming the military. How are they disarming the take? Well, how are they doing that? Well, the war in Ukraine. Uh, Biden, you know, and he got in trouble for it. He let it slip that, oh, yeah, we're running out of ammunition. Well Of course we are. We're sending it all over there the Ukraine, and it, it's just ridiculous. and w- they're not winning the war in Ukraine. The real numbers tell a different tale. In fact, there are thousands and thousands of Ukraine soldiers that are simply um surrendering to the Russians because uh, the other the Ukrainians are sending them out into minefields and everything. They're just sending them out to be slaughtered by the Russians that are waiting for them, you know, but the you know so the point of the matter is, is we've actually already lost that war they're just throwing away money and it's a big money laundering thing um so foreign relations our foreign relations are just, are just disgustingly terrible they're great under trump but under them no then create crisis after crisis leading to a major event that catalyzes an implosion and subsequent transmission of culture of life in other words the, your, your regular culture is being destroyed by all these other people coming in. That does it. What else does it? Black Lives Matter does it. Saying white people are all racist. All these things are done to destabilize the country and to separate us so that we can be taken over and turned into slaves. The, do they? the people that are actually putting this stuff out honestly believe that every white is racist? No, they don't. Not at all. Not by any chance in the world. But it works to destabilize the country and turn us against each other. And then four, normalize normalize the new normal with government tyranny and promises of a better future. So that's order out of chaos. When the whole country is in chaos, then they're going to welcome somebody to come along, for somebody, some group to come along and say, hey, We'll settle everything down. We'll make you safe in your own home, so on and so forth. And really, in any of these Democrat cities, and, and in even in, in conservative cities, but more so in a, in a big liberal city, you're not safe in your own home. People, are, they don't just... Let alone that they'll get you in your yard, or when you're pulling up in your car, they'll break right down, break down your door, and come in and try to get yeah. you and rob you and and kill you and steal whatever they don't you have. your
2: home or not?
1: And it's yeah, and it's majorly going on. Um, we do see, you know, in, in, uh, and and in, in a lot of states. A lot of big cities, liberal cities. If you shoot somebody that comes in, then they turn around and arrest you for shooting the person. Yeah, you know, though well, you murdered them. You didn't murder them. They broke down your door, and they were trying to rape your wife or trying to steal your money, and you shot them. No, you can't do that.
2: Well, didn't you tell me and think in California they just passed a law just a little bit a while back, a couple weeks ago that um, they can't even stop criminals from uh doing crimes to if somebody stealing something off the shelf if they even say hey you can't take that they get charged with a crime
1: um yeah and i don't know if they've actually signed it into law but it's it's fixing to be um, signed into law and it's also for your home also so you know they can come in and, and you know uh
2: you Take anything they
1: want. You can't even defend your own home. That's ridiculous. Right, and in a lot of them states, you try getting a squatter off your property. But so there you go. They're trying to destroy America. It's a, it's an intentional thing, and it's a it's a takedown of the United States is exactly what it is. Um, and they also did it by dumbing down everybody in the schools. Um, you know, it's just it's just a crazy. It ain't crazy, though, on their part, because on their part, this is what they wanted to do. See, America was the thing that put out the gospel to the world. America is the thing that stand up for freedom and lawful order and stand up for the killing of innocent uh, innocent people. Well, they had to change all that, the evil people, the powers that be, the evil, Satan trying to rule the world. You know, they had to do America had to get out of the way. But the biggest reason, you know what the biggest reason why America has to get out of the way?
2: Oh, so they can take over.
1: Okay, well, that's a good answer. And she don't know where I'm going with it. But the reality of that, it's all based in your Bible. Because uh, the very final war will be fought by Yeshua over Israel. The rest of the world will, is, talks about the world coming against Israel. These countries have been held back from attacking Israel ever since it became a state. Um, America supplied Israel uh-huh. with arms, with ammunition, and stood up for Israel. If it wasn't for America and the United Nations, that Israel would be taken out by the United Nations itself. Um, but America has to stand up for it. So, in order to go against Israel, and that's what the whole Bible, believe it or not, folks, that's what the whole Bible's about, about God's people in Israel. And you're graft, if you're saved, you're grafted into it. So, you need to pay attention. So, the world will come against, they will come against Israel. But they can't do that as long as America's in the way. Right. So, America either has to be something. Taken out,
2: taken it down. It, Take now it out, body. take it
1: out, or change to go along with the fight against Israel. It has to
2: be broken.
1: Right, and it is and it is being broken right now. That is that is the point. Um, so, you know, it, but these things, people say they wonder, well, why hasn't it happened yet, and all these things. Well, because it's, it happens at an appointed time. Just like, you know, they're appointed. there's a time appointed that all the... Well, we think we see the demons, we haven't seen anything yet till the ones get released in Revelation 19 that come against the world. Um, it's just uh, crazy. In fact, there's a bunch of them um, that are chained up underneath the, the Euphrates River. And it talks about, Bible prophecy says, that a vast army will march across the Euphrates River. Well, all this time, the Euphrates River, it's a river. It's got water in it, Right. But it, in the time of the end, the Euphrates will be dried up. You know that your Euphrates is almost dried up right now.
2: No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, and most people don't, you know, because you, you got to keep track of it, you know, and look. but the Euphrates river is drying up, and, the, and for two reasons, so the army can march across it, and two, so that, that there's angels that are enchained underneath the refrages river that will be be released that will be released and even henry Gruber had a vision of that um we don't have time to read it but uh maybe we'll do it next week or something but we won't won't, we won't be on next week i meant the next week we're back (laughs) Uh, anyway so folks what i'm telling you i'm not trying to tell you to scare you of this because i do believe oh let's go with this and There are several things that have started a seven-year countdown. Now, I know biblically we talk about the tribulation being seven years, but it's kind of amazing that um, the uh, United Nations just signed their agreement that uh, in seven years that all these countries are going to implement the 15-minute cities and all those things within seven years. And the the 2030 agenda, which has turned a bunch of the the world back into wildlands and that's America into wildlands and everybody just living in cities and basically enslaving the whole world. They just signed an agreement the other day in the United Nations that would happen within seven years. There's uh. at least three different or four different things that are all nefarious like that have just signed seven year agreements on. Am I saying this is the start of the tribulation. Seems pretty bad out there. It's going to get a lot worse, but it has to go like this. You know, while we believe that there is a seven-year tri- tribulation period, or at least three and a half years of it before the wrath, or we need to go along with this. There's also some good things that'll happen. Um, God's people will get more bright during that period of time there will be people saved there will be a lot of miracles but in order for those things to happen all of it the whole description has to happen the description is of a world in turmoil of a world where where good uh, good is called evil and evil is called good
2: and that's already here
1: uh, it, it's happening
2: and know. true if if you say something's true then they say it's false and if they say something's false then it's most likely true
1: and research doesn't matter. Facts doesn't matter. They openly say that facts don't matter. They change that. It's the, your Because
2: everybody... They're not done. Everybody goes to... Internet, Google, instead of encyclopedias, where they'll get the real answer. If they go to Google, they're going to oh, get what somebody well, went in they're not gonna get in real, there. They're not going to get the real.
1: They're not going to. If they get anything that's been published in the last five years, they're not going to get necessarily. Yeah, you have it.
2: to go before. Yeah, you have to go to the old encyclopedias and yeah,
1: dictionaries.
2: Winapiki when a, when a or whatever you say it, Wikipedia. For that t- is not even a dictionary. Don't look stuff up on that. People go in there and change definitions. They would put whatever they want.
1: Okay, stop a second, let me tell you. um Wikipedia Yeah,
2: that's
1: it. Wikipedia was created and under a good premise, you know. But it was but the the guy that Created it and founded it. In fact, just recently came out and said, "said you can't counter it for anything." He said because the CIA has taken it over as a propaganda place and they change things to, to. So it's not true. Do not use Wikipedia. Yeah, find true
2: true you know, answers there. Um,
1: what it what it is good for is is you can find some facts in there, but you here's something about research. You know, so yeah, people say, well. Pastor Dan, I've seen you use Wikipedia. I used Wikipedia to give me a lead that starts to tell me something, and then I go look it up and check out the research and check out the things. You know, you can get some dates and times and things off of it, but then you go look it up, you know. And two, you know, and, and I even mean, people say, well, I've seen you publish something from a leftist website. Of course i published stuff from a leftist website because you have to see what they're saying, you know, just because I put it out, on, you find it on ProphecyHour.com, that doesn't mean that I believe it. I'm just telling you, look what they're saying. Right. You have to use your own discernment to do it, you know, and there's a point. You, you do have the to do research. both
2: sides. You have to know the, the false ones for, and the real ones so you know what they're, what they're up to.
1: Okay. You have I to
2: keep got. them close so you know what they're doing.
1: Okay, ain't got much time left. Um, so here's my, my point that I wanted to get around to is a lot of people, you know, they, you ask them, well, what do you, what is sin? And they'll say, well, I think, or I feel, or it's how I feel about this. It is not how you feel. You're the Bible even tells you that your heart is deceitful. You have to go and let the Bible defend the Bible and discern what it is. But right now we have people out there. Well, I don't feel like homosexuality is bad. I don't feel like this is bad, or I don't feel like that's bad. There is, in the, fact, the left says there is no absolute on anything. That's the devil that is absolute. It isn't if it feels good, do it, or if it doesn't hurt anybody else, you can do it. It isn't that. It, there is a divine right or wrong, and you have to be within that. And you'll find it from the Word. And you have to have the discernment to do it. How do you get the discernment from do it? By praying and reading your Bible. We're in a various time. If you want to be around for the end of things, well, you're not flying out. So, you just better get prayed up. You know, you take a break for the season of our joy. We will be back afterwards. So, um, but pray about supporting Wichita Mission Church, folks. We're almost out of time. So, my mom, my dear wife, tell them.
2: You can donate online by cash app or over the phone, by mailing a check or money order, and you can find all of the contact information, radio program archives, and all that information is on prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. If you don't want to help with the poor, then consider a donation for radio airtime, because it's not free, and that's what keeps us on the air. We have to pay for the time out there.
1: Okay, um, and this... Actually, I'm taking off now. I'm not coming back for the second program today. This is the only program you're getting out of me today. I'll see you on October Well, we'll be back to the Mission Church on October 10th, but we'll be back, not next week, but the week after. October 12th. October 12th. All right, you all be blessed. Okay, you must remember, folks, that there is only one true God. He is your Father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His Son is Yeshua HaMashiach, who gave His life for repentant sins. And He rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through Him, and only, only, only through Him is the way of the Father. Remember Remember what?
2: Remember, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Always be a blessing forever. When you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're praying for Messiah's return.
1: Yes, and I hope you have a great feast, and... Amen and amen. Lord, our God, Father, King, Universe, asking Yeshua Home and see His name. That Father, You will please bless and keep them, and that Your face will shine upon them, and that You would be gracious to them and give them peace, like no one or nothing else can. Till October twelfth. This is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. Y'all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch
0: broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch.